He he lost the tops of his fingers on his right hand. Oh yeah, oh. it's the Sabbath guitarist. Yeah, I know the Tony Iommi. Yeah, Tommy Iommi. Tony or Tommy? Yeah, Iommi. Yeah. No, he's number thirteen, greatest guitarist ever. What is that? Not good. What? No, that's ridiculous. Way overrated. Oh gosh, guy pulled himself up. Right, on Ben. You're not gonna. You're not gonna put him in the top fifteen, are you? He, he lost the tips of his fingers, Jeff. Come on, man. I know that we're the, it's not great. And we're not like, that's don't be good. That's not how we're doing it. 50 years of music with 50 year old white guys. Fellas, how hey. is it going? Wow, what a night. That was a really good fellas. I, I am so super excited for tonight. It's been a while. We took a little time for ourselves in the last few weeks. Um, and the boys down in research have just been grinding uh, the London information. A lot of, I don't know if you guys know this, kind of a music town, London, England. <laughs> yeah, I hear good things about it. Yeah, yeah. The wilderness. We have finally left the wilderness of the British countryside, and we get to go to a real town. <laughs> um, but before we I'm gonna get miss, to- I'm going to miss Birmingham's 6,931 parks, though. Let me tell you. <laughs> a lot of parks. <laughs> hey, uh, before we get to London and, and, and this amazing show we have planned and surprise guests and all that fun stuff, um, we've got to talk live music really quickly. Um, have any of you seen anyone live? In the last few weeks since we last spoke, I sure have. Who'd you see, Ben? Uh, so I went to a traditional rubber chicken dinner with your mayor of Knoxville, India Kincannon. Okay. We went to the Urban League dinner. Okay. So the Urban League is one of the oldest uh, African American professional uh, groups, and it's uh, located all over the country. And Knoxville's got one of the older Urban Leagues, and they're very proud of themselves. Anyhow, their tradition is to have a live act after the dinner okay we have a prince spinoff band who's the band for the urban league 2023 who <laughs> morris day in the time oh morris come on the time come on <laughs> that I is i believe how fucking hilarious it was it completely delivered it was amazing first of oh all my... he looks marvelous he looks fantastic <laughs> is that right Oh yeah, it looks good. He's a little heavy. Yeah. When he wears the smoking jacket, so you can't even tell. So he's great. He's got the butler guy is still there. I, I it's not the butler guy from the movie. Surely that like whoever has that job quits every three yeah. years because it's so miserable. <laughs> Maurice. Um, but the guy had a mirror out and he was doing the whole thing and they played all the time's greatest hits. It was so funny. It was that unbelievable. I was thrilled. Oh, so great. Um Jeff, you saw Wilco, did you not? I saw Wilco at the Greek Theater in uh, Berkeley, California. I did. Did you like it? Yeah, I liked it. It was not my favorite Wilco show of all time. Um, I'm still haunted by the words your uh, beloved said. Oh, man. Suze summed it up. After the sixth song, she leaned over and was like, oh, I get it. You're not allowed to be tuneful anymore. (laughs) Like, they just... and. You know, the, the show drags, man. They play oh. a lot of mid-tempo stuff. It, 
And there's a couple of moments where the devolution of the beat and the sound and the descent into chaotic madness. Um, once you've done that like nine times in the first 12 songs, it kind of okay. becomes a, a shtick. Okay. Right? Like, okay. They do that thing now in Via Chicago where they just go, blah, 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 they just go completely okay. That's bananas. Fair. But they've already done that on like Infinite Space and and uh, I'm uh, the I'm there to break your heart and they'd already done a bunch of the songs that have the chaotic breakdown. So the seventh time they did it, I looked over and Sue's air drummed chaos. She was like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's pretty much what's going on, isn't it? Okay, well, but I love them. I mean, I love them and I love the Greek and we had a great time. I mean, we okay, went out good. for dinner and a show like. Even that, it could have been deer hoof, and I would have been happy with the night. So, uh, yeah. um, well, and I saw me... my I saw myself last night. I yeah, I was, how'd that uh, go? Fantastic new new venue, like ten minutes from my house, called Baltic Kiss, and uh, it was just great. They got an unbelievable light. I had like heavy metal, like eighties video light show. Like I can't wait to show you guys the clips from it. Okay. Like were savage. It was so fun. And I opened for this cat who is just the greatest named Frankie with an I Jupiter, who okay. everybody should check out. That's a he great name. The, uh, Frankie Jupiter. Let me write. He's that like if George Michael, Rufus Wainwright and Freddie Mercury got spun into a blender and came oh, out really God. good looking and six, three. I am in this thing. It is. It's good stuff, man. He was that, really great. That is really cool. Um, yeah, it was fun. We shared like, our, our entire bands were the same except for one guy. So it was a family affair. It was really fun. What'd you close with, Jeff? I closed with Emily, but I opened nice. I opened with my most popular song on Spotify with a bullet, which is uh, <laughs> the little fuck you song is now at 70,000. Listen, oh my God. Climbing. It's my uh, it's my <laughs> breakaway 71 second micro hit. So I'm pretty excited about it. That and is- he, uh, I dedicated it to my 11 year old daughter before I started, which was <laughs> that's good. That's good. really fun. Yeah. Well, I so, yeah, saw Raskin. Good times. I saw uh, Margaret Glassby. I recommend her to anyone. She's yes. a fantastic uh, performer. She's right there with you. Um, giving of herself. Um, I, I had no idea her voice was as powerful as it was. Um, but the, the confession I have to make uh, about my my patriarchal upbringing still haunting me, even at this age, because a guitar solo would begin like she'd finish a little verse and the, the guitar would start cranking and my head immediately would go left to the man. Oh, I was just going to say, and then I was like, oh, crap. And then I come back and I'm like, it was like an unconscious thing. I'm like, oh, she's the one shredding, uh, not the dude playing the bass. Um, With that joke about like, I can't operate on this person. Yeah, my son exactly. must really must, must get you every time. <laughs> every time. I've heard it 17 times. Every time I'm like, God, I can't figure this out. Oh, just kidding. Speaking of fighting the patriarchy, gentlemen, sorry, fellas, we have a guest. Woohoo! Hello, Nina. Yes, we have Nina Plank, India King Cannon's oldest and dearest friend. Woo! And London, England, for how many years, Nina? Uh, nearly six, a year in Brussels and six in London. 
Very nice. And so we visited Nina in London several different times. And all of my memories or many of my memories in that town are of visiting her and her showing us around. So we thought we'd get an actual expert in here to tell us about uh, that fine city. Which would be a fantastic change of pace. Nina is also easily the greatest idea generator for this fire podcast. Oh, yeah. And the biggest yeah. fan. Yeah. She's really like, she's like the fourth fella. If like Neil Aspinall was the fifth Beatle, Nina is unquestionably the fourth 50 year old white guy, even if she doesn't want to. I think she's more like George group. Martin. She's kind of like the, the power behind. She kind of oh, is. Yeah. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Nina, thank you so much for joining us. Gentlemen, thank you for having me. I am the number one fan. Oh. India said, so I'm working out with the mayor in her gym. Uh-huh. And she says, oh, Ben did something cool with some old friends. Uh, he started a podcast. So I said, okay, I get home to New York, I'll listen. And I was alone in my car, summer, New Jersey, no kids, no husband. And I listened to 1969. Okay, that was a rough one. That was a rough podcast. It was not. I know you redid it because I listened to the remake. (laughs) And then I just listened straight through until I caught up. I had so much fun in 1969 and I'm worth 21. So I'm a 52-year-old white woman. And and on the cultural front, you know, I don't really identify with or relate to any of the jokes about family, food, junk food, college, (laughs) music, uh, excuse me, TV, movies, sports, I mean, driving, cross-country trips. I I don't relate to any of that. I'm not your audience. And I don't buy any of the ads that are now cleverly stitched in. Uh But I totally relate to and love the music, uh, the humor, and the intelligence. And, you know, you're just a bunch of good guys. And also, I noticed all educators. Yes, indeed. Yep. So we got that. So it was it was just the the music, the personalities, and uh, the NASA information that drew you in, <laughs> <laughs> or NASA is what I'm hearing. That was a fantastic list of what's not appealing. That was really excellent. That was great. I was actually like, we have that many topics. We're doing great. Well, Nina, you are uh, awesome to come on and teach us about London. Um, I've been there. What several times, Jeff? How many times have you been to London? A, a lot of times, yeah. Okay, a lot. And Ben, a lot. All right, this is gonna be super fun. Um, yeah. And I guess for for those of you listening right now, this is a gosh, I don't even know what number of podcasts this is. One hundred and twenty-five or so, somewhere in there. Um, we've been doing this for a long time here on the Electrocast Podcast Network. And and Nina is here to to prove that if you stick around long enough, you'll end up on the podcast. Every single person who's listening now, you just have to hang <laughs> yeah. in there. Just special guest. Hang I, on. It's, it is really good listening and just gets better. Um, and it's the special dynamic of the three of you, the camaraderie, the personalities, the knowledge. It's just fabulous. Woo! Well, thank you. I'm so excited that you're going to be a part of it tonight. Let the four of us Get on an airplane and head to London right now with the arrival song. Top of the pops, we could say it's time for old time as we hear revived live that great hit Waterloo Sunset by The Kinks. Dirty old river, must you keep rolling?
I gave you the top of the pops version there for extra uh, flavor. Ben Burton, why are you making faces? Uh, so first of all, you got to choose London Calling. That's the obvious one. That's I know that's why I didn't choose this it. question. Yeah. Um, so that song is really weirdly had a second and third act. Like people love that song. Like oh, really? Dolly and Georgia know that song. It's completely random. Yeah. Huh. For whatever reason, that's risen to be like people like. Uh, so now people think, think that that's like the only King song. <laughs> um, or that that's what the kinks actually sound like which is also a little bit weird i love that song it's one i think it's one of the most beautiful songs you picked it once right yeah it was a night i think it, yeah it's i just great. just it's knocked great. me out um are the kinks properly rated in your mind oh yeah there's so much bad kinks the, my one of my favorite records that i ever showed ben there's a they made a series of terrible rock operas in the 70s. Oh, one's a three record set called Preservation. And then there's one called a soap opera. And then there's one called Schoolboys in Disgrace, which has like a little English schoolboy <laughs> being paddled with a like little red bottom, what? like the copper tone ad with the dog and the and the little girl. I, okay. They, they lost their absolute minds through the entire 1970s. And then they had this weird third act where they become an American arena rock muscle rock act like doing uh give the people what they want and word of mouth and uh uh i mean they're just a bizarre weird band so they're perfectly properly rated they're like a british twee uh suburban band and then they're an unlistenable concept art rock band and then they're a weird american muscle rock band and i well i'm in in it for all of it i'm a big fan but they're not they're second third tier for sure they're weird do you disagree, Ben? I think that they're, if anything, they're overrated. Oh, gosh darn. Nina, where are you with the kinks? So mean, but I love the analysis with Jeff, and I love just the, you know, um, Ben grades on a curve, as we know. I, <laughs> I don't want to take his torts class. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I think, what was the song? I'm like, Love Water in the Sunset, and I love Ray Davies, and I love the slyness, and I love the class references, and I love the company man, and I love the Thank G-Rap. you. Yes. Excellent. I love the tunefulness, and I like to hear a tune that's great. Yeah. And then he uh, has the the song in 84 where he, he's like, uh, his sister. Come Dancing. You're thinking oh, of Come Dancing. I love that song. Come of course dancing. you do. That song's to- There's nothing wrong with that song. It's totally great. I've seen the Kinks twice, I've seen Ray Davies solo. Twice. Okay. I am not a small fan. I just don't think they're tier one. They don't belong in the same line with the Beatles and the Stones and those bands. Wow. All right. All right. You think they do? The Kinks are our first, I, first so show? You know, you know how I think you taught me this, Jeff, that it goes, and Ben, close your ears. It goes uh, Beatles, The Who, and The Stones, and then The Kinks. The King. Who over The Stones is that's tough. And I, I'm thinking... I'm thinking it goes Beatles, Stones, Kinks, and then the Who is in uh, fifth place. Uh, all right. Yeah. Behind Wham. We may or may not get a chance to revisit that argument in a few minutes. Uh oh. All right. Uh, let's go to some facts about London. This is going to be great. This is uh, Nina. We call this closest to the pin. This is the uh, population of London, England. And I don't mean the greater metropolitan area, I mean the city itself. Uh, Nina, I'll have you go first. Closest to the pin, how many people live in London? 
Oh, I forgot we were going to do this. Um, three million. Okay, three million, Jeff. I'll say three point four million. Okay, Ben. These are awful, awful guesses. They <laughs> are. I would have cheated. London is more than the population of New York City. That's the Greater London area is doing that no, city. No. 8.8 million is the correct answer. Well, I was going to say nine, but every time I do that, you're like, no, Jeff, the city population. And it's always like <laughs> one third. That's that's actually totally fair. I am so frosty. I, I, nine million was my guess, and I tucked myself out of it because Nina said three, and I'm like, she's a million times smarter than I am. Uh, I couldn't remember. I'm happy for Ben. <laughs> We're always happy for Ben. That is so funny. Um, all right. Um, Let's talk about famous museums in London. And you tell me if you've ever been to the, the museum. Okay. Uh, so let's uh, start with the Tate Modern. Anyone? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Victoria and Albert Museum. Yes. Uh, one no. of you. Okay. What about uh, the National Gallery? Yeah. Excellent. Uh, the British Museum? Yeah. All right. Um, any favorites? Do you do you all have any favorites amongst those museums? I like all the Rothkos in the Tate Modern. Exactly, and the Rothko benches guys. in front of the Rothkos are they not the most beautiful minimalist yes. architecture you've ever seen? And I like the V&A because it's um, it's Victorian and it's wallpaper and it's weirdos who love botanical stuff and it's just a wonderful quirky <laughs> place. Okay. I like all the stolen stuff in the. Yes, I, <laughs> I mean most of it. Museum. Like they're like, hey, this is the most amazing is... art you've ever seen. Where'd it come from? That's weird. It's here. My favorite is is the giant wall of the Parthenon with like chunks from the Parthenon and the rest of it painted in. Like you get the uh -huh. idea. That, that'd be my favorite. Yeah, uh, I can't remember the British comedian is like you know the people coming back from these other countries asking for their stuff back. And he's like, we're not done looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> so awful. Um, all right, Jeff Simons, I'm going to put this question to you. Uh -oh. uh, choose any of those museums, and I want you to describe it uh, in the voice of uh, Eliza Doolittle. <laughs> <laughs> That's Pygmalion? Yeah. yeah. And is this pre or post transfiguration? Like, am I, am I oh, this Eliza okay. Doolittle or am I this Eliza Doolittle? Oh, they're both good. Did I pick the right guy for that? That was, that's all I needed. Well, and the Tate Mar, you see, they have these paintings. Well, it's just one stripe. I mean, my, my kindergartner could do that and he's not rich. What's all that about? Um, Nina, I'll put this question to you, this next question. Um, which country in the world has the busiest airport system so not an individual airport but all the airports around the city gee i hope it's heathrow since we're here and i'm losing it's it's london correct and it's gatwick and heathrow and then what, what else is there there's um worcestershire or something there there are like five airports that serve london so london has the busiest airport system in the world ben barton name another city in the top five First of all, so unfair <laughs> to Nina. You're like, hey, can you name the name of this podcast? And she gets it. And then you're like, hey, Ben, can you answer this impossible question? It's <laughs> Uh I'm going to name one of the other five cities that has a bunch of airports. And it's only for the one city, right? Yep. 
predominantly predominantly did you say new york, new york? New York City, yeah. New York is second in the world. Jeff, you have uh, three choices left in your top five. I'll do the La- the Los Angeles area, which I assume includes Excellent. LA. Excellent. That is number five. So we're oh, looking for cool. number three and number four. Any guesses, Nina? Yikes. I'm glad Ben got the New York native question. Um, I'm not going to go with my humble Washington, D.C., which is my hometown. That is correct. Don't go with them. <laughs> I passed to my. Oh, my, I, I, I got it. I got it. I got it. Tokyo. Tokyo is yeah. number three. Excellent work. And number four? It is Shanghai. Oh, that's a great one. I would not have come up with that. Five busiest airport systems in the world. My, You know what's great about this question is Tim accidentally visited all those airports because he fell asleep on the. Oh. God, on the, the bus to Heathrow oh and woke up at Gatwick. <laughs> Nina, we were studying at Oxford and Jerry Johnson, the uh, Joyce professor, took us out and killed us. And then the next morning I got on a bus because uh, I had to be in Atlanta to start work the very next day. Um, and uh, I, I slept right through Heathrow, woke up at Gatwick and... <laughs> had to call my new boss because I hadn't started working there yet and say that I was going to be a day late. And she said, this is Lolly Hand, greatest boss I've ever had. She, I, <laughs> I'm hearing her over the phone say, no adult flies internationally the day before they start their new job. <laughs> I'm like, fair. That's fair. Um the great fact about this uh, busiest airport systems in the world, Atlanta is seventh, and it only has the one airport. All these other cities have multiple airports. Not Atlanta, just Hartfield Jackson. All I right. Well, let's go. Um, Nina, this is uh, the torture basement time. We started calling this the compilation. You said we needed a new name. We went with the torture basement. I'm not sure how we all feel about that. But anyways, um, this is it. This is uh, the London compilation. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, there are 17 songs. Oh, good God. And and there are so many more. It was impossible. So many songs mentioned. And I'm sure you London. somehow have made it possible to choose a bunch of inexcusable choices. Am I right? We're going to be pissed after this one, aren't we? Well, I, I should say that uh, when I was in high school, I, I did something that I, I regret. Like I, I said something really negative about this girl to my friends. Ooh. and I, I did not see that the girl's friend was amongst the crowd. And she's like, uh, I'll see you guys later. And she walks away and they all look at me and I just, felt awful you know you get that feeling in the pit of your stomach when you, you've been mean to someone it's the same feeling i have now as i set you guys up for the torture Ooh. basement this is nasty mean i don't think you're gonna survive i'm gonna need 13 out of 17 that's all just 13 out of 17 let's go that's a bad sign yeah it really is go good luck everybody when you're a fan of the podcast now you get to hear this twice london pride has been high. 
Forgivable. Uh, Nina, how many names do you have written down on your page? Oh my gosh, I settled for occasional genres. Okay. Or you, you, you're our musical expert. You've got to know the first one. Oh, come on. I'm a fan. I, I don't know anything. <laughs> I have things like pop, question mark, and hip hop, <laughs> question mark, written. But I heard Alex Oh my God, that is... Okay. No, I'm not here to help. I'm not here to help. That was awful. There's yeah. some, some good choices in there, dude. And then there were some unforgivable ones. Yeah. Like, I'm 0 for 2 right out of the gate, I think. I have no idea what the hell's I going on. I think I have the second one. Oh, oh do you really? I think I, I do. Yeah, I've got a guess on it at least. All right. Well, let's uh, let's take a break as everyone recovers from that experience. Because uh, we're going to make you do it again. Okay. After this. tonight. Oh, um, all right. Trivia question. I was listening to a song. Um, never tell an angel when your heart's on fire. Uh, who sang it? Never tell an angel when your was that just a local hit in Boston? 
Yes. Local to your bedroom. Yes. Uh, it, it was. It was uh, the Stompers. Uh, in case you didn't know. Ah. Uh, yeah. I think they were. Right, from- we're back up. You ready? Ah, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the torture basement. Let's see if I've got them. We have even, some bruised even feelings. With their help. They brought okay, in a we go. From- We're doing a track at a time. All right, go. I mean, that I can we just for a moment, London Pride is a flower that's free. I mean, who wrote that? Nailed it. Broadway. Yes. Guesses. I mean, when I go to bad Broadway, I always just think of Andrew Lloyd Webber and anything Elton John cooks up. <laughs> well, I would say either Julie Andrews or Marianne Faithful or some British ingenue from the 60s. What do you got, like Ben? Anything? Oh come on, let's let's move on. Uh it is it is Twiggy. Oh Jesus. So you're in the oh, right area. I was in the right neighborhood. All right, here we go. Trek two. Uh I think that that is a cheesy metal band or, or power punk band i think that is third eye blind he is right he is right. oh my god he oh my right. god Nailed. i had manic i was guessing manic street preachers but that is an amazing amazing that's a get wow that's gonna get us to 13 by the way because we're about to run a whole bunch down pretty quickly here go this is blur yep This is ABC. How do you know that? Oh, I thought it was Howard Jones. That's the great sketch. Yeah, yeah. ABC, they're a disaster. I can't believe you got that. Recognize the guy's voice. It's the look. It's the look. Elvis Costello. I threw you that bone. And I'll let Ben get this one. No? Nope. We've got to hope I'm not wrong. That's that's Mr. Lenny Kravitz, is it, it not? It is Mr. Lenny Kravitz. Very that was good. Great. Oh, yeah, I see her. I mean, what in the hell is that? Oh, hey, you want to guess Jeff or no? I'm so happy. I really can't. I can't. You know, I want to know. It's whoever's trying to remake Madonna's Rail of Light. And uh, <laughs> that is exactly what that is just like. It's ben, you, ben, you got a guess? I have Seal. Oh, that's a great guess. Great this guess. Is- it is actually Lionel Richie. That's fantastic. <laughs> hey, the next one is uh, Fergie, London yep. Bridge, banger. That Let's is do it. Give a fuck to hear me yell. Show. How come every time you come around my London 
That's Nicki Minaj, is it not? That's what I think. Yes. Is that a hit? Ben, Nina? You want it, Ben? That's the Go-Go's, right? It's the Go-Go's, baby. All right, nice. Taylor Swift. Yep, Swift. Good roll. This is you, too. Now you've met the London boys. Things seem good again. Ben? No idea. Oh, it's David Bowie, isn't it? It is David Bowie. Wow, that's fantastic. Ah, oh, so that's twelve. See, I'm mad at you. That's a four. That's a three second clip. Yeah. You gave us like 45 yeah. seconds of third eye blind to punish us. And, and I know it's because you were like, hey, this sounds pretty good. You didn't want to cut it. <laughs> that could be so many artists. That's the meanest thing you've ever said to me. Uh, um, that was Tori. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you gave up. Sorry. Do we have any guess? We have any guesses? He said who it was, so I can guess if you want. Oh, I didn't hear. I was gonna, I was gonna guess Florence in the Machine, oh. and I was gonna ask for help with um, sultry piano player artists because I can't place it. Tori Amos, that is correct. Tori oh, Amos. I really probably shouldn't have gotten that. Damn it! All right, here we go. And then How many? Get... So this is thirteen. You got David Gray, right? This is David. Gray. Thirteen is David Gray. You guys got out of the win. We need to get the last one. Oh no, I got another one. There's another And this is your genre. All right. I need Ben to break the tie. I have two guesses. This is a heavy metal band from the 80s, but it's yeah. not Iron Maiden and it's not one of the like, it's one of the concept like soft metal bands. So yeah. it's either Striper or Marillion or Queensryche. I don't know which one it is, though. So I'm, I I have no idea. But it's one of those kinds of bands. It might not be any of those, but it's one of those three. Maybe it was Ronnie James Dio. No, no, no. It's way too soft for Ronnie James Dio. All right, let's go with Queensryche. It doesn't go, ha, ha, ha. I mean, Ronnie James Dio is all about the vibrato. <laughs> but I, what do I know? And we can Hold say on, dude, James let's Dio. go with Queensryche. That's fine. It was Queensryche. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yes. Well how, done, Jeff. Yeah. How did Wait, you do that? Was I dreaming this? Didn't you play American Boy by Estelle and Kanye West somewhere in there? No. I just, I just, that was just an obvious one to do. And <laughs> you didn't, that one made me mad. <laughs> I physically wrote down American Boy, Estelle Kanye. Yeah, no, that didn't happen. You must have just nodded off during the Twiggy portion. Did, did we win? I you think won. That- I, I congratulations to the talent. Fantastic. Yep. And it's way more fun to watch y'all play this than just to listen. <laughs> um, because I, I did get three artists. I really truly Yay. did all that. But I got two songs for my thank you 50 years of music with 50 year old white guys playlist, which now has 275 songs on it, which is 17 Ooh. hours of wow. listening. Playlist. 
Because I yeah. don't know the Fergie song. What's the name? So I can put it on. London okay. Bridge. London Bridge by Fergie. Great. And I don't know the other one that everybody liked. Well, I forget. Oh. Is that the Elvis Costello song? I really like Blur song. I love Blur and I didn't know the Blur song. Oh, that's okay. London something. London yeah. Love? London yeah. Love? Wait, Nina. I'm allowed to put songs on my list, even if I know the artist. If I don't know the song, if I learn it from you, it goes on your list. And, and Nina, is this a publicly available list? Oh, yeah. And Tim, you are going to be so pleased to hear this because okay. it has four followers. And I believe we are all here tonight. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> that is great. Well, everyone is listening. Time to get on board. Uh, Nina's 50 years of music with 50 year old white guys. Uh, what, what do you call it? Like the greatest hits? What are you calling it? It is called Thank You. Fifty year old. That's good. That's good. Spreading. The between, Nina's not trying to self-promote. She's not trying to take credit. She's just grateful. And we're like, it's called our names. It's got our names. <laughs> <up."> <laughs> um, all right. Really quickly. I'm going to rattle off names of uh, guitarists who I believe are from the London area. Ready? Um, Roger Waters, Pete Townsend, Ray Davies, Jeff Beck, Jimmy Page, Keith Richards, uh, Peter Frampton, Eric Clapton, whew, Johnny Greenwood, Brian May, David Gilmore, Brian Jones, Ronnie Wood, uh, a Slash apparently was born in London and stayed there till age five. So they're claiming him. Um, is that the most remarkable list coming from one place they can kind of sort of claim hendrix there yeah yep. that's right i forgot yeah. no london definitely did he start a band there is that what he did that was where he got his start yeah basically yeah. michael kiwanuka too the uh is one of my is one of my favorites the adele guitarist and also solo artist he's from london how do i spell that k-i-w-a-n-u-k-a i think kiwanuka he's good okay. Yeah, it's a mark. I think, you know, Americans invented rock and roll, but I think you can say that London invented electric guitar playing as its own separate phenomenon. Like there are great American electric guitarists before, but they turn it into a whole thing. Oh, no, dude. Like when we were announcing this, the, the when we were doing the tour guide and Timmy did this town, I did the same thing I did for Bristol and the other uh -huh. town. Uh, I wrote in London bands. Uh -huh. and I mean, it's, it's hilarious. Insane. It's unbelievably it's good. So insane. I think it's pretty much the best music town in the English language. Um, and yeah. I, I, I take it over LA or New York. Um, yep. I mean, I, I much, I actually prefer America as a whole. Um, but, but London is like unimpeachable, like just amazing. Wow. So, so you're going to tell us what you picked or who you picked in a little bit. Um, but, a few what weeks ago, Rolling Stone came out with the top 200 guitarists of all time. Uh, did either of you take a peek at those? I haven't. I've only seen angry responses to the list. <laughs> like I actually you haven't, haven't looked seen at the it list. at all. But People I've already had like several, guitar shops. Yeah, several friends have already been frothingly mad. Okay, uh, about it, and I, I yeah, whatever. Well, um, out of the names I just read, how many of you? How many of them do you think? are in Rolling Stone's top 25 uh, of the greatest guitarists ever. Top 25? Top 25. Uh, I don't know. Who's in the top 20? I mean, who? I can't think uh, that. Uh, 
Good guess. Nina, I'm with Nina. Five. Uh, I'm going to take over that. Uh, I'm not, for for the Go purposes ahead. of this, I'm not going to count uh, Jimi Hendrix. Um, only four landed in the top 25. No, so it's with Hendrix five, and Nina's exactly right. Well done, Nina. That's a perfect answer. <laughs> Good job, Nina. Uh, all right, name name your five or or your four after Jimmy. Who me? Us uh, or Ben or? No, or we're trying to guess. We're trying to guess which ones are on the list, not our own. Yes. Right. Yes. Oh, Paige is definitely in the top 25. He's number three. Uh, Clapton's got to be in the top twenty-five. Clapton is not. No, because he's getting he's getting canceled. That's a fucking load of crap. Anti, that's so uh, bullshit. I mean, the guy is an idiot, about. but I mean, that's ridiculous. He was number one on the list ten years ago. Yeah, but you, yeah, but people he, like you have brought Clapton down. <laughs> now, you've, been, you've been ripping on Clapton since this thing started. Now you're angry on his behalf. <laughs> That's great. They went back and listened to pretending, and they were like, we can't put that in the top 25. <laughs> <That's hilarious. laughs> All right, so then uh, Jeff Beck. They'll put Jeff Beck on there. Jeff Beck is number five. So the top five are five? Jimmy, Chuck Berry, uh, Jimi Hendrix, Chuck Berry, Jimmy Page, Eddie Van Halen, and then Jeff Beck is number five. Well, Beck's way overrated. Way. Ooh, those, those top four, really? you, can, you can't argue with. Too. I mean, I think Paige is a little overrated, but the stuff's great. Oh, I disagree about Paige, but do agree about Beck. Beck is no way he belongs to five. They're putting Beck at five because they're sticking it to Clapton. Totally. They're absolutely. I mean, he's the like Clapton's way less successful uh, younger cousin. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Even though he did that uh, awesome People Get Ready with Rod Stewart. Oh, I actually like Beck, that one. Exactly yeah. because of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right you're missing number 13 and number 15 you you said that list really really quickly i'll admit oh, um uh british guitarist go top of your head yeah i don't know I, there's no way townsend's in the top 25 no way he, he is not how about keith richards keith richards is number 15 good that's right um and number 13 i didn't say because I didn't know how to pronounce his name. Ingve Malmstein. <laughs> no. Um not Harry... David Gilmore. No. He said that. And I can pronounce Gilmore. Give me the initials. Uh T I. He he lost the tops of his fingers on his right hand. Oh yeah, oh. it's the Sabbath guitarist. Yeah, I know the Tony Iommi. Yeah, Tommy Iommi. Tony or Tommy? Yeah, Iommi. Yeah, no, he's number thirteen, greatest guitarist ever. What is that? Not good. What? No, that's ridiculous. Way overrated. Oh gosh, guy pulled himself up. Right, on Ben, you're not gonna, you're not gonna put him in the top fifteen, are you? He, he lost the tips of his fingers, Jeff. Come on, man. I know that we're the, it's not great. And we're not like, that's don't be good. That's not how we're doing it. Oh, my God. <laughs> if that's not the lead, then I have, <laughs> I really have to take umbrage with the editors. Oh, man. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that is it. Uh, if you want to check out the rest of the Rolling Stones Top 200, feel free. Let's get to the favorite son or daughter of London. A note to our uh, listeners. Next week, we're going to do a gas up in Liverpool, England. So the Beatles are the most successful uh, band of all time from England. 
they've sold the most records. So I didn't want to go with the Beatles since we're going to get. They're also they're not from London. They they claim they're from Liverpool. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Um. Anyways, we're going to go with um. Someone who's very special to a member of this podcast, and I'm excited to finally give this artist his due. Jeff Simons. You really want me to play this song? Yes, I do. And you won't believe why. Go. Okay, here we go. Ready? stop this before elton john i think it's... adele has sold more records on elton john can't we but... have adele no we have elton john everyone loves elton john ben <laughs> he's a national treasure um jeff simon's about my selection the cold heart Panau remix with dua lipa that Indeed. was released that was released in 2021 Elton John's first album was released in 1969. So he puts out an album in 2021. 1968, actually. Empty Sky. Empty Sky is 68? Okay. I have no quibbles there. 50 years later, he puts together this record, which this particular song is a compilation of four different Elton John, uh, Bernie Taupin songs. Four different ones that he just kind of mashed together and then got these Australian... uh, dance artists to come in and remix it and then have Dua Lipa sing over it. It has 1.7 billion streams. I know this. I happen to know this one. I I listen to my sister's Elton John records and he writes some great tunes, but Bernie Taupin's lyrics are some of the biggest freaking nonsense in the whole world. And they just let him in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Wait a minute. Do you have an example? I know this song because it was on the Pride remix lists. What's an example? I got it mixed up looking for Cold Little Heart, which is a fabulous song by Michael Kiwanuka. Do you know him? Yeah, Yeah. that's what we were just talking about. Yeah, By Cold Little Heart for like heart wrenching. Anyway, but that sounds great. I love that song. Power to totally right. I, I think it's great that Bob Seeger made it commercially, and I'm happy for <laughs> I'm happy for the bar bands that make it. I'm happy for Elton John and the nonsense lyrics. I just I don't pay any attention. Do you have an example of any nonsense lyrics? Yeah, the um all of Rocket Man is a little bit I was just gonna say he packed his bag pre-flight. <laughs> <laughs> Because you don't want to, 
You don't want to do it after. And then that is really inconvenient. He had a whole phase of country songs where they're pretending to be an American country band on the road, which I guess is cultural appreciation. That's how I should put it. Okay. That's very, very <laughs> Bernie big. Bernie doesn't do him any favors there. He doesn't have any original thoughts about being an American country band. I can road. have a little drink and shout out. She's, She's with, with me. me. <laughs> but every, there was a time though, when I sat up against the speaker with Yellow Brick Road yeah. and a number of um, Billy Joel records. Yes, I did. Yeah. And Franklin and Bob Dylan and all the rest of my parents' records and my mo- and my sisters, yeah. and, uh, who's older than I was. And everything I knew about the world, I learned from those song lyrics. What, what, what year was your sister born? She was born in 1963. That, that's, that, that's, so she's eight years older than I. That's my brother's uh, age as well. And he had the exact same albums and uh, sniffing the tears. And uh, yeah, I listened to those as well. That's and why so she would clobber us if we went into her room. So we oh. really oh, to go into her room. Yeah. And we're an Irish German family, and Peter got all the German. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you didn't want to go. You didn't want to mess up his records. Let me tell you, uh, we're all German and no Irish. Um. <laughs> uh, so, Jeff Simons, what do you do with Elton John? And look, um. The scene in Almost Famous when they're on the bus and yeah. they're all hung over. Tiny Dancer. It's, it's all coming apart and they're singing Tiny Dancer and she tur- he turns to Kate Hudson and says, I got to get home. And she goes, you are home. And they all start singing Tiny Dancer. For me, that's why unnecessarily ripping on Elton John is, is fool's goal. From 71 to 74, 5, he's the most popular thing in the way he's more popular than the stones or zeppelin or anybody else he's the taylor swift of 71 to 75 he replaces the beatles in rock music as the thing everybody can sort of agree is worth is sing-alongable when it's on the radio yeah. and that elton john i don't love it but i don't i i i can't deny it like i know all those songs i know all of them they're so earwormy and yeah. impossible not to remember. I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't, can't remember the last time I was like, I think an Elton John record. I think I'll put an Elton John record right, on. No. But I don't ever turn them off. Like if it comes on the shuffle or it comes on the radio, I'm like, oh, I know this. But then there's a cliff. He is just like <laughs> a lot of soul singers and comedians. Blue Hearts in 76. Oh. Dope. And he just goes like, when I was 12 years old, Elton John did his first farewell tour for the 1982 record that had sad songs say so much. Don't they? sold it to Sasson Shampoo so they could do Sasson Cleans <laughs> so much. And I was like, and he was wearing a little hat and he wasn't in the best shape. And I was like, who is this clown? And I find the whole attempt to rehabilitate him as a like nonstop perfect artist from the movie Rocket Man and unforgivable uh-huh. But man, when he steps on stage at the Troubadour in 1970 with a three-piece band and, and just burns the absolute house down, that live record, 11-17-70, is my favorite Elton John, and it's not even close. And that record's great. I'll defend it to the end. But well, yeah, you, he's cheese ball, but he's our cheese ball. When you mentioned him going off the cliff, I thought you were um, referencing the Lion King soundtrack with 
Well, that's yeah, among that. But I mean, yeah, it gets starts way before Lion King. There's 17 years of unforgivable Elton John before the Lion King. That's what friends are for, right, Ben? <laughs> I've already done this rant. I'm just gonna let it be. I'm just right. saying fool's gold. It's amazing. <laughs> well, let's go. We've got Don't go breaking my heart, Ben. We've got a brand new segment on uh 50 years of music with 50 year old white guys. Uh, are they at night? Is the new segment. I'm going to name eleven musical artists. Ten of them are knights. You're going to tell me which one is not a knight, and then I want to know out of this list who do you think was the first to be knighted, who was the second, and who was the third. Here we go. <clears throat> Paul McCartney. Mick Jagger, Elton John, Bob Geldof, Bono, Van Morrison, Rod Stewart, Ray Davies, Barry Gibb, Brian May, Robert Plant. Who is not a knight? I think Barry Gibbs may not be a knight. Barry Gibb may not be a knight. I think Van Morrison might not be a knight. Van Morrison might not be a knight doesn't deserve to be now well i think he's a cantankerous son of a bitch his whole life and there he's, would be no way that personality like, yeah. would lend itself to knighthood <laughs> ben you just ben's given up he's just gone to sleep he's like I don't think, the Wait, internet broke up so i only caught the end so i'll say robert plant that is correct robert plant is not oh. a knight <laughs> go back thank goodness for the janky internet in the mayor's home Excellent work, Van <laughs> Barton. Um, yeah, Van Morrison became a knight in 2016, Jeff Simons. Uh, right. Barry Gibb became a knight in 2018, Nina Plank. Um, can you tell me out of that list who you think was first? The first to be knighted? McCartney. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with McCartney, too. Paul McCartney is second in 1997. The first is in 1986. That's Bob Geldof. That is correct. Bob Geldof. Why was he knighted, Jeff Simons? Because he organized Live Aid in 1985. Excellent. Big, big deal. So Paul McCartney gets it in 97. Why? I mean, Lifetime Achievement Award for Best okay. Melody. Okay, I'm going to give it to you. And then in Elton John gets it in 98 for the same. <laughs> and then... It's like all of a sudden the royal family is like, you know what? Let's uh, let's open it up for the people. <laughs> let's go. Don't don't we need some sort of organized, some sort of worldwide concert to help famine? No, just give yeah. it to Van Morrison. Really? <laughs> like what? <laughs> Brian May, Ray Davies. It just like, becomes kind of like uh, the Kennedy Center honors, I guess. I, I mean, from. Van Morrison's in 16, Rod Stewart's in 16, Ray Davies in 17, Barry Gibbon 18, Brian May in 23. It's like it's like a pancake breakfast at a church. Just give them away. Man, that Queen movie did so much for everybody connected to Queen. Everybody thinks Queen was a big hit in the 70s now. Brian May gets a knighthood. That was a that was an astonishing rehabilitation of that band. Have you looked at the the greatest sales and records like Queen's fifth. Yeah, but it's it's because of it. It's you think it's in the last sales. 10 years? 
Yeah. My brother bought the Queen records and we listened to them and we listened to them on the radio. And my husband was born in 47. He's 76. Uh-huh. And he did not listen to Queen. And he wept through the movie on the plane. Oh. Uh, and and then said, wow, that Freddie Mercury, he's pretty cool. And then Jacob bought us a Freddie Mercury doll, which is <laughs> there you go. part of the Queen comeback. The movie did it. Um, yeah. So there's been an Elton John movie. There's been a Ray Charles movie. Aretha movie, Freddie Mercury. Who who else? Who's missing? Who needs a movie? They did a James Brown one. They did an NWA one. Yeah. Yeah. And then your Ray Davies Kinks movie yet, Timmy. We're doing all rock biopics now or just English? No. uh, All right. I mean, the the guy right in the Janis Joplin movie. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Janie Jimplin. (laughs) All right. Well, we have uh, gabbled on long enough. Let's get to our three songs, bands, events, movements, whatever we want from merry old England, London town. Who wants to go first? Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Rafelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to Electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence. Electric acid. Electric acid. 